Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Jesus said in Matthew 15, 11, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a man. In other words, he's saying what comes out of your mouth is who you are on the inside, right? It doesn't matter if you're eating Doritos or or pepperoni pizza or whatever, that, that doesn't defile you. That makes your number go up when you stand on the scale. But, but, but what he's saying is it's what's inside your mind, right? And, you know, and how does it get into your mind? Through your eyes and your ears. And for some people, this is like a mystery. But, but the Bible tells us that we should not allow filthy things into our eyes and our ears because it pollutes our heart and our mind. And then what happens? Then when you speak, it comes out. And so your eyes and ears are the gates to your mind and your heart. And we need to guard what we see, what we listen to. And some people think that they don't really understand this, right? As a child of God, we should desire to have a clean heart, to have a clean life, to cleanse ourselves from all the filthiness. And so that starts with not putting it in, right? Not putting filth into your minds. First Thessalonians 4, 7 says, God did not call us to uncleanness, but to holiness. Now, if you're wondering, what does God want to do in your life as a child of God? Well, he wants to purify your heart and your mind, and he, he wants to lead you in a life of holiness. So when he says in our text, therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness and the flesh of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Now, when he says, of the flesh and the spirit, so it's talking inside and out, right? In the mind, the outward things, the inward things, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Now, the God of the Bible is a holy God. In fact, I don't know if you know this, but the holiness of God is mentioned more times in the Bible than the love of God. In fact, it's one of the main attributes of God that he is holy. The cherubim in heaven, when they're singing around the throne of God, what are they singing? In Revelation 4, uh, it says, the four living creatures... And they did not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. That's what they sing, holy, 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 right? Throughout the Bible, it emphasizes the holiness of God. And as a Christian, as a child of God, you need to understand that that's where God wants to take us. See, when we first get saved, right? We're spiritual babies. We are carnal people. And then he wants to teach us to be spiritual people. Hebrews 12, 14 says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness. Now, how many of you have underlined that in your Bible? Oh, pursue peace. Yeah, that's good. And holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. So holiness is an important thing. First Peter 1 15 says, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, be holy for I am holy. So God wants us to live a holy life, which simply means that you don't put filthy things in and then filthy things come back out. Garbage in, garbage out. You put good stuff in, then good stuff comes out. And that's why we encourage you to come to church, to read your Bible, to have Christian friends. We need to know that words have the power to destroy holiness in a person's life. And the first time you hear somebody speaking some filthy language, it sounds bad, perhaps repulsive. In fact, maybe you cringe, right? Uh, but the more that you hear it, what happens? 
you become immune to it, right? It doesn't bother you anymore. You develop an immunity to it because you get a little more, a little more. And words that once you thought, man, those are just, ugh, why does he say that? Why do they talk like that? And words that you thought you would never say, now you use them yourself, right? And, and why is that? Well, because that's what happens. When you put it in, it comes back out. Hollywood talks about pushing the envelope. And what do they mean? Well, they will spend lots of money to push immorality and filthiness. And then when society says, no, that's too much, then they'll pull back a little. And then they push it again. And then they pull back. And, and what they do is they're just trying to desensitize people to evil, right? And in 1 Timothy 4.1, it says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter days some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. In other words, that their conscience, as if it was a nerve, right, it gets cauterized with a hot iron. What does that do to the nerve? It destroys it, and now it can't feel, right? So he's talking about people's conscience get seared to the place where they feel no guilt, they feel no remorse for evil, and that's why the Bible tells us that we don't want to allow that happening in our lives. Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. In other words, what he's saying is your eyes, your ears are the gate to your heart, and you need to be aware of the music and the, and the movies and the shows that you watch because they shape who you are. You, who you are today, is all the things that were put in your whole life long with your family, parents, whatever. Now the reality is, is that with social media, now phones and TVs and tablets have more input into a person's life than a person does because people get so much of it. And as parents and grandparents, we need to be aware of what we're letting our kids watch and see and listen to. When you see a little two-year-old cussing at the grocery store, they didn't come up with that on their own. Somebody put that in there. Now it's coming out, right? And so we need to be careful of what we put into our minds. And 2 Peter 3 says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with a fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in them will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness. In other words, since you know how it's all going to turn out in the end, there is going to be some global warming in the end, right? When the earth uh, is like burned up, we get a new heaven and earth. But he's saying, how should you conduct yourself in holy conduct and godliness, right? In other words, how should you live your life? Well, we know if you're a student of the Bible that we should conduct ourselves in a holy, godly manner, right? So in our text, when he says, uh, there in 2 Corinthians 7, 1, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Since we have these great promises, since God sent his son to die for us, we're going to heaven, we know what's going to happen in the end. Along the way, we need to be making sure that we're not filling our minds with filth. Psalm 119.9 says, How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to the word. That's why it's so good to read your Bible, right? Because God's Word has this cleansing effect. I love reading the Bible because whatever's going on in my life, I personally read the Bible every day, get up in the morning, read it, did it this morning before I came to church, and whatever's going on in my life, God speaks to me. And, and maybe you knew some truth and then you're getting involved in something you should and the Holy Spirit's like, hey, see that? You shouldn't be doing that. Whatever it is, pride, unforgiveness, whatever, whatever it might be, something, but God's Word gives us great insight how to deal with the flesh and how to live a clean life, not a filthy life. In fact, in Matthew 5, Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. In order to see God's plan and His will for your life more clearly, it's very important that you have a pure heart, that you have a clean heart. See, when you fill your mind with filth and all kinds of, you know, vile things, it's so much harder to 
with your mind, discern God's spirit leading and guiding, right? When you're filling it with garbage. It's kind of like uh, if my wife invited you all over for dinner at our house and we were going to have filet mignon and wild-caught Alaskan salmon. You could pick which one you wanted. And then right before you came over, uh, somebody said, hey, I got a whole box of Twinkies and ding-dongs. Let's eat these before we go, right? And you ate 10 ding-dongs before you came over. And then what happens? You're not hungry. And so there sits the steak and the, and the you know, healthy food, salmon, right? And, but you, you don't want it. Why? Because you ate the whole box of ding-dongs. <laughs> and so, too, when you fill your mind with garbage, then, you know, it's like you don't have any appetite for the good things, right? And I, I think that's what happens so much in our society is that God's people— get lured away and enticed to live after the flesh, and then they're like, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to read my Bible. What do you want to do? I want to see some people kill people and pillage and plunder and whatever in a movie or whatever, right? And there's nothing wrong with movies. I mean, I watch movies, but we don't watch R-rated movies that, I mean, really are, some of them are like X now. And so, uh, is there even X anymore? No. It's just, yeah, now there's not, you guys remember when there was X-rated movies? They don't even rate them anymore. Now it's just like, oh, there's nothing bad. It's all the same, right? And, but what's the step, the first step you need to do to have a clean heart, a clean life? Because raise your hand if you want to be a filthy person with a filthy mind and a filthy life. Right? Nobody wants that, right? Nobody says, I want to be a filthy person, <laughs> right? But it happens, right? It's little by little. And so what can you do? Well, in conclusion today, the Bible tells us that the first step to a clean life is to confess your sin. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just, to forgive us our sin, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In other words, when you come to God and you say, Lord, I confess my sin, that word confess, homo legeo, it means to speak the same. When you agree, God, this stuff I've been listening to or watching is bad, and Lord, forgive me, then, and when you ask him, Lord, forgive me, and cleanse my mind and heart, he does it. He washes it out. And so for me, I prayed, Lord, wash my mind, wash my heart, cleanse me, right? And, and then what happens? Then you become a vessel in which God can work and accomplish his purposes in a way that you never could imagine before. And so God wants to cleanse you, but you have to ask him, Lord, cleanse my heart. Lord, help me. Help me to, to follow you. And, and help me, Lord, to recognize that your Bible, the Bible tells us what's right and what's wrong. The word tells us what's filthy and what's clean. And so you're like, well, Pastor Bob, what if I haven't read the whole Bible? Here's the basic thing. If it's bad for you and it destroys you and the people around you, then God doesn't want you to do it. If it's good for you and it blesses the people around you, then God wants you to do it, right? I mean, pretty simple, right? And so uh, if you are here today and you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior, that's the first step is to become born again, spiritually alive, invite Jesus into your life, receive him as your Savior. And when you do that, you then now, your conscience is no longer dead before you're born again. The Bible says that you don't, can't really discern good and evil. But then when you become spiritually alive, now you can tell what's good and evil. And when I first got saved, man, it was like a shocker. All of a sudden, I felt bad about doing bad things. And I remember telling one of my friends who was a Christian, I'm like, this is awful. I feel bad now when I do bad things. And he said, Bob, that's normal. Like, not in my world it wasn't normal. I mean, I can just do bad things and it didn't bother me at all. And now it's like, ah, right? But that's a good thing, right? You want to have the Holy Spirit convict you, right? I can remember when I first got saved, I had friends that tell me they would go watch a movie at a theater, and if there was vile stuff, they would get up and leave. And I remember thinking, but you paid money. And then they said, well, you can get your money back. I'm like, you went to the front and said, this movie's vile. I want my money back. And they gave you the money back. I'm like, yeah. And I thought, well, I can think well enough to not go <laughs> in the first place, right? I mean, they do have these things called reviews. But here's the thing. God loves you. He wants to bless your life. And if you want to have the most blessed life you can experience, then 
You want to put these truths into practice in your life. Say, Lord, I want what's good in my life. Lord, forgive me of my sin. And if you've never received Jesus, we're going to give you an opportunity to do it today. So let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we do pray, Lord, that you would help all of us to be aware of the reality of filth that wants to come into our lives. And Lord, if we let it in, Lord, that you have told us that we can come to you and confess our sins and you're faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. And so we pray today, Lord, that if there's anyone here who's been involved in things that they shouldn't, and Lord, that you brought them here to, to encourage them, Lord, to, to get on the right track, to confess their sins, that they would do it this morning. And if there's anyone here who's not sure about where they are in their relationship with God, Lord, that they would make it right today before they leave, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Community Christmas Eve services on Sunday, December 24th at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. This is a great way to celebrate the birth of Christ. Festivities will include the singing of Christmas carols with a contemporary feel and a message from Pastor Bob Larson. For more information, visit us at our website at calvarycaldwell.com, like us on Facebook, and may the Lord bless you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day.